Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, shocking findings from the Royal Commission into Aged Care, a system besieged with widespread neglect and abuse. Queensland Cyclone Watch, a tropical low expected to intensify this morning as the state's far north is lashed by wild weather. Vaccine demand, New South Wales calls on the federal government for more jab information. And Prince Philip transferred to another hospital due to a heart condition. We're live to London with the latest on his condition. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. The Aged Care Royal Commission has delivered shattering findings in its report calling the sector besieged with neglect. Let's go live now to political reporter Olivia Leeming in Canberra. Good morning, Olivia. A complete overhaul has been recommended. Good morning, Jody. Yes, this could pave the way for major reform if the government chose leadership and acts on these recommendations. The report blaming decades of government failures for allowing aged care residents and staff to suffer, warning the current state of the sector cannot continue. It's made 148 recommendations, including an independent aged care commission and inspector general of aged care, transparent pricing, star rating for aged care facilities, banning restraints, home care waiting lists cleared by the end of the year and minimum training standards for staff. The fact that Australians feel they are waiting out their life, it's, un it's impossible to put into words how you respond to that. A system that's been found to let too many older Australians down too many times. To pay for it, the Commission's recommended a tax increase for all Australians of between 2.6 and 5.4 per cent. Now, Scott Morrison says that's unlikely unless Labor gets behind it. Another option could be the greater use of retirement savings, like super, when people go into nursing homes to find the money needed. It's set to top $130 billion a year by 2050. The government has initially announced an extra $450 million to improve the sector ahead of a major package to be unveiled in the May budget. Jody. OK, Olivia, thank you. A cyclone warning is now officially in place in far north Queensland as a tropical low off the coast of Cairns threatens to intensify. The warning zone extends from Cape Flattery to Lucinda, which has already seen heavy rainfall and flooding. Emergency crews have been kept busy with the wild weather bringing down power lines and causing trees to fall on houses. More than 40,000 homes were without power overnight and many schools are closed until further notice. 
New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian is ready to ramp up the state's COVID vaccine rollout, but is calling on the federal government for more information. The state is on track to reach its target of 35,000 jabs in the first three weeks, but the Premier wants to know how many doses of the AstraZeneca vaccine they'll be getting. I would appreciate, of course, as much timely information as possible from the federal government because obviously it is a logistical exercise in terms of safe storage, safe distribution, refrigeration, staff being on hand, uh, us being able to invite people to come and get the vaccine. The national tally to date stands at 33,700 Australians vaccinated after week one, well short of the target of 60,000. Victoria's state of emergency looks set to be extended following successful negotiations with the Greens and key crossbenchers. The legislation giving health officials more power to contain the spread of COVID-19 will be debated in the Upper House today. The state has been in a continuous state of emergency since March 16 last year. It comes as Melbourne's CBD welcomed its busiest day since the pandemic began, with 75% of workers returning to the office. The federal government minister at the centre of a historical rape allegation has categorically denied the accusations. The Prime Minister says he won't stand the minister down and that details of the allegations are a matter for federal police. The proper place for that to be dealt with is by the authorities, which are the police. Um, that's, how, that's how our country operates. However, police have confirmed they can't investigate as the victim has since died. Scott Morrison has also rejected calls for an internal inquiry. More remains have washed up at a New South Wales south coast beach north of where missing Sydney fraudster Melissa Caddick's foot was found. Police say a member of the public made the grim discovery at Culburra on Sunday morning. The remains will be tested to see whether they belong to a human or to an animal. Prince Philip has been transferred to another hospital in London. Let's go live now to Europe correspondent Amy Parks at St Bartholomew's Hospital in London. Good morning, Amy. Why was the 99-year-old moved? Well, Jodie, a statement from Buckingham Palace this afternoon told us that while the Duke was still responding to treatment for that infection, that he did require some tests and a period of observation for a pre-existing heart condition. Now, staff and police officers at King Edward VII's hospital, where he was, went to great lengths to uh, protect his privacy as he was loaded into an ambulance and transferred. Now, initially, it was thought he might be going home and returning to Windsor Castle. However, that statement just an hour later, confirmed that he was transferred here to St Bartholomew's. Now, we know that the Duke underwent a small procedure to insert a stent in a coronary artery in 2011. And, of course, this hospital, St Bartholomew's, is a centre of cardiac excellence. Uh, of course, tomorrow, it will be two weeks since the Duke was admitted to hospital. Now, reportedly, he did that in good spirits and walked in himself. However, this will be his longest ever hospital stay. And that, st that statement from Buckingham Palace today also stated that this period of observation and testing is expected to take a little while and he will remain here in hospital until at least the end of the week. OK, Amy Parks in London, thank you. A dramatic new trailer of Harry and Meghan's tell-all interview with Oprah has been released a week before it goes to air in the US. In the clip, the Duke of Sussex reveals his fear of history repeating. 
I'm just really relieved and happy to be sitting here talking to you with my wife by my side because I can't begin to imagine what it must have been like for her going through this process by herself all those years ago because it has been unbelievably tough for the two of us, but at least we had each other. We'll have more on this story live from the US a little later in the bulletin. Home values across the country are surging. It's positive news for property owners, but not so great for buyers. In February, there was an average rise of 2.1% across the country. CoreLogic says that's the quickest monthly rise in 17 years. The biggest increases were in Sydney and Hobart, followed by Melbourne, Canberra, Brisbane and Perth. Adelaide and Darwin saw smaller rises. The big winners in the 2020 Car Sales Car of the Year Awards have been revealed. The Kia Sorento, an affordable SUV, took out the top award due to its stylish design, advanced safety and infotainment systems and family-friendly comfort. Runners-up in the highly, highly commended category were the Porsche Taycan, which is a fully electric vehicle with cutting-edge technology, and the Land Rover Defender, a reinvented off-road icon with a powerful mild hybrid engine. A Melbourne cafe is charging a staggering $200 for a cup of coffee. It's called yuzu, a rare bean grown in the highlands of Panama. And yes, some caffeine lovers are willing to fork out. It's not just a cup of coffee, it's an absolute experience. You do this once a year. For those keen enough to pay the price, the flavour is said to vary. Some report tasting butterscotch and others champagne. This year's Golden Globes missed the glitz and glamour of the red carpet, replaced by stars accepting awards via Zoom. Australian nominees Nicole Kidman and Kate Blanchett missed out in a year dominated by binge-viewing favourites. Hollywood, all dressed up and nowhere to go. This is so weird. The 78th Golden Globes going virtual mid-pandemic. And this is the 78th annual Hunger Games. Golden Globes. Stars skipping the red carpet, tuning in from home. The Globes hosted for the first time from both sides of the country. You won't even notice. <laughs> Netflix leading the pack with a whopping 42 nominations. The Crown. Royals reigning supreme. Gillian Anderson, The Crown. While Shit's Creek's small screen success streak continued. Shit's Creek. Kazakhstan's favourite Hollywood export, taking home best comedy film and actor in a comedy. Creator Sasha Baron Cohen dedicating his win to an unlikely breakout star. I'm talking, of course, about Rudy Giuliani. Australians Nicole Kidman and Kate Blanchett up against each other for best actress in a limited series, but it wasn't to be for the Aussies. Nicole, Kate, everybody, thank you. This year's awards given out under the cloud of a made-for-Hollywood scandal marred by claims of bribery and corruption. The Hollywood foreign press accused of delivering nominations in exchange for lavish gifts. And lampooned for its lack of diversity. The Hollywood Foreign Press Association is made up of around 90 international no-black journalists. Nomadland taking home best picture. Jane Fonda's lifetime contribution recognised. Or Chadwick Boseman's widow with a heartbreaking acceptance speech for his posthumous win. He would thank his parents. He would thank his ancestors. In the United States, David Woywood, 7 News. 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is gaining, the Nasdaq is also lifting. In London, the FTSE rose and Germany's DAX added 227 points. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng lifted 472 points. The All Lords added 102 and the ASX 200 gained similar ground. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,728 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 61 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying just under 78 US cents, 83 three Japanese yen and a dollar seven New Zealand. Former French President Nicolas Sarkozy has been found guilty of corruption. The 66-year-old has been sentenced to three years in jail with two years suspended. Sarkozy was convicted of trying to bribe a judge and of influence peddling. The former president, who led France from 2007 to 2012, has denied any wrongdoing, claiming he's the victim of a witch hunt. He has 10 days to appeal the ruling. Distribution of the Johnson & Johnson COVID vaccine has begun in the US. Rollout will begin this week with the company on track to ship 4 million doses nationwide. The single-dose vaccine was approved by US health authorities last week. Johnson & Johnson will deliver another 16 million doses by the end of the month. Myanmar's ousted leader Aung San Suu Kyi has been seen for the first time since she was detained in a military coup. She appeared at a court hearing via video link where further charges were laid. Her lawyers say she appeared to be in good health. Meanwhile, protesters took to the streets again despite security forces opening fire on Sunday, killing 18 protesters in the deadliest day yet. A dramatic new promo of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex's interview with Oprah has given viewers a tantalising glimpse of what to expect. Let's go live now to US correspondent Tim Lester in Los Angeles. Good morning, Tim. It's clear that no topic is off limits here. Morning, Jody. Yes, two new short TV promos have been released for the interview now just six days from its broadcast date. And in one of them, the interviewer, Oprah Winfrey, makes the point that nothing is off, the, off limits. In fact, much of the two promos is Oprah talking to the couple. She uh, also talks about there being a breaking point from what they say. And she also makes the point, you've said some quite shocking things here, but we don't get any idea as to what those shocking things are. Uh, Meghan, for her part, says virtually nothing during the two promos. But Prince Harry does speak about his mum. Happy to be sitting here talking to you with my wife by my side because I can't begin to imagine what it must have been like for her going through this process by herself. Were you silent or were you silenced? I just want to make it clear to everybody there is no subject that's off limits. Almost unsurvivable. Sounds like there was a breaking point. My biggest concern was history repeating itself. 
There is one other uh, pointer to what might be in the interviews. That is that the American TV network running them, CBS, had scheduled 90 minutes for the interview, has apparently now enlarged the program to two hours. It is due to go to air Sunday night in the US, Monday in Australia. Joe. There will be so many eyes on that. Thanks, Tim. Adam Elliott admits he's lucky to still have the Bulldogs' support after his latest off-field scandal. Elliott has spoken publicly for the first time since being caught in an intimate act with the fiancé of ex-teammate Michael Leisha, but refused to address the incident. I'm really lucky that I've got um, a really supportive club, really supportive teammates um, and a good supportive system around me. The 26-year-old is seeking help for alcohol issues. Queensland opener Beth Mooney has led her state to an incredible 160-run win over Western Australia. Mooney blasted a record-breaking 163 runs off 139 balls to help the fire total 368 off their 50 overs. Georgia Redmayne also scored a tonne, both hitting personal list day best scores. Western Australia didn't even get close to a win, the side all out for 208 in 46.5 overs. Melbourne City are chasing a much-needed win when they take on the Western Sydney Wanderers tonight. Melbourne's Jamie McLaren is set to cause trouble for the Wanderers' defence. The in-form attacker has netted 13 goals in his last 13 games against Western Sydney. The fourth-placed Wanderers have won just one of their past five matches. Some of golf's biggest stars paid tribute to Tiger Woods by wearing his iconic Sunday red in the final round of the World Golf Championship event in Florida. Winner Colin Morikawa's hopes of joining the tribute got lost in transit, though. I think it got stuck in Memphis. My agent said, even though the shirt wasn't there, go out and, and play like Tiger Wood with, with the lead. And uh, I think I did. Recovering from that shocking car crash, Woods tweeted that it's hard to explain how touching it was to see all the red shirts. Cameron Smith was the leading Aussie, eight shots back in a tie for 11th. LeBron James has claimed bragging rights over fellow NBA star Steph Curry. The Lakers star shooting 19 points as LA smashed the Golden State Warriors 117-91. to and rookie sensation Lamelo Ball has got the league's biggest stars talking, recording 24 points and 12 assists after a stint on the sidelines. The former Illawarra Hawks star leading the Hornets to a thrilling one-point win over the Kings. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a possible shower or storm in Brisbane heading for a top of 33 degrees, partly cloudy, a top of 24 in Sydney, sunny and 25 in Canberra, mostly cloudy in Melbourne, a cooler top of 17, a shower or two in Hobart, mostly sunny in Adelaide, 25 the top, a shower or two in Perth and also in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Tuesday the 2nd of March.